Hello and welcome to the latest instalment of Sea Trade Maritime and Shipping Podcast. This episode is part of our mini-series called Hong Kong Focus, which has kindly been sponsored by Invest HK. The Hong Kong Focus mini-series has already three episodes, and in one episode we've looked at how Hong Kong has dealt with COVID-19 and the challenges around crew. Another episode has looked at the legality within the region, and then we've also looked at the advantages of having Hong Kong as your maritime base. Our editor, Marcus Hand, who is the moderator for Hong Kong Focus, and perhaps is a familiar voice to you already, is joined by David Price, who is the CEO of Gulf Oil Marine, which is headquartered in Hong Kong's business district. Now, Gulf Oil Marine is a specialist within the lubricants market, and so Marcus started the interview by acknowledging what a challenging year 2020 has been, and asking David, how has it been specifically for his business and the impact it's had upon the lubricant market? Here's David. Really, the clock needs to be turned back into 2019 when the whole industry was starting to prepare for this transition for IMO 2020. The first thing we did was actually hold a series of seminars for our customers around the globe in an attempt to try and get them ready for this transition. And we actually prepared a transition plan that we posted on our website that some customers used. And hopefully we were able to ease customers through some of the pain around the transition. There was an awful lot of uncertainty around the change, particularly with who was going to use scrubbers, who was going to stick with low sulfur fuel oil. There was an awful lot going on. And of course, with the introduction of the low sulfur fuel oil, we had to look at our product slate and come up with a product that actually met the requirements of the OEMs and the new low sulfur fuel oil. You mentioned there the very low sulfur fuel oil. Have there been sort of specific issues with that that you've encountered? And how has uh, Gulf Oil Marine helped its customers resolve these? along with others, we developed a 40BN product down from the normal 70BN product for this VLSFLO. And the transition was okay. There have been some problems encountered in terms of engine performance and, and scuffing on some pistons. We've actually worked quite closely with our customers to try and identify the root causes of this scuffing. And of course, we've also been in very close contact with the OEMs, the engine manufacturers, to look at the problems, what experience is being uh, had around the industry. So it's been very dynamic. It's a moving feast. And even now we can see MAN changing their guidance from transitioning between a 40BN and a 70BN for periods where engines are experiencing this scuffing. And then... We're now working closely with MAN on their new Category 2 40BN cylinder oil, which, of course, has introduced another round of testing that needs to be done to make sure that we have products ready for that. So it's fair to say we're still going through the process of this. There are still some unknowns and things that you're still finding out? It's very, very much a dynamic process. And as you say, the uh, MAN have introduced this requirement for a Category 2 high-performance 40BN product. And at the moment, there are no 
approved category two 40BN products in the market. We're all out there busy identifying test ships, starting tests and getting something ready for release later on in 2021. Okay, so that's something new that's coming up and you're in the testing phase of. Correct. Now, as we said, going into 2020, I think IMO 2020 was what was all on our minds, but things rapidly changed, obviously, with the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, in terms of managing the lubricant supply chain, how do you have dealt with the challenges of those and overcome those, you know, dealing with your customers? One of our key CVPs is our port coverage. We can supply products in over a thousand ports. And as you so rightly say, with the COVID-19, that really did bring about some challenges. It was very much a moving feast. And the supply chain teams in Gulf Oil Marine were having to work almost on an hourly basis with ports around the world, certainly on a daily basis, because things were changing so rapidly. And we were updating our port directory and our COVID advice on our website on a daily basis. But really, I have to say that the Gulf Oil Marine teams around the globe did an amazing job. And um, actually, we maintained our OTIF on time in full delivery uh, KPI in excess of 90%, even through the height of the pandemic. So uh, it's something we're all very proud of in Gulf Oil Marine. I've got to say that is really quite impressive to be able to keep that above 90% during the height of the pandemic. And just looking at the situation now, has it normalised somewhat or do you now have systems in place that make it more normal? I would say it's coming back to normal. But of course, the situation with COVID-19, we can all read it on a daily basis in the media. It's changing. And of course, with the ebb and flow of virus cases, also brings with it changing requirements. So it is normalised to a certain degree, or we've become normalised to actually working around the challenges being put in front of us because of COVID-19. Just one more thing on that. Does it vary by geography how you have to work, or do you have a kind of global plan? No, it, it varies by geography. The countries where we have our people, where we have our warehouses, it varies radically. And some will allow access to ports, some will allow access to ships, some won't. There are different bits of bureaucracy that needs to be gone through in different countries to make sure that we're um, we're COVID safe. So the teams on the ground in Gulf Oil Marine really do need to have their wits about them all the time. So I'm sure there's been a lot of extra work for everybody this year, keeping a track of all this and keeping on top of it. Yes, I'm really proud to be the CEO of Gulf Oil Marine, where I've got such a hardworking team under normal circumstances. But certainly the COVID-19 pandemic has really put an extra workload on the team. So they've done a great job. That's fantastic to hear. And I think, as you said, the figure of 90% on-time delivery, even during the height of the pandemic, I think that speaks for itself. I hope you're enjoying the conversation between Marcus Hand and David Price. I just wanted to interrupt to tell you how this episode of Hong Kong Focus has been kindly sponsored by the people at Invest HK. Should you wish to discover more about them? Well, visit www.investhk.gov.hk. That's www.investhk.gov.hk. 
Right, now let's go back to the conversation. Here's Marcus. Now, this is part of our series of podcasts on companies in Hong Kong and Hong Kong as a maritime centre. Now, your Gulf War Marine yourselves, you moved into a new headquarters office in Hong Kong earlier this year, I believe. Yes, we did. The first day in the office was the 1st of April. So we had to relocate our headquarters within Hong Kong Island at the height of the pandemic. And I think it says something about Hong Kong, the culture, the people, the fact that we stopped working on the Thursday beforehand in our old office. The Friday was a bank holiday and we resumed work on the following Monday, the 1st of April, essentially with no interrupted operations at all. It would have been a great result any time of the year, but doing it in the middle of a pandemic with lockdown restrictions, people working from home was an even better result. That is actually quite a phenomenal result given what was actually going on at that time and the huge amount of uncertainty we had. Could you just talk a little bit about the new office and what this brings to you as a company? Yes, we moved from a fairly old office in Wan Chai out to a newer, more modern building in North Point. We were able to do a refurbishment ourselves and design it in the way that we wanted it to be. And that is fairly open plan, collaborative, the teams working closely together and sort of open and airy. As we speak, I'm looked to my right and I can see a fantastic view over Victoria Harbour. Uh, and I look to my left and I can, I can see the team all working hard on the shop floor. So it's a really lovely office and a, and a great working environment. That sounds really good, actually. And it's a good area you're in as well. Yeah, the accessibility is convenient for most. It's within a fairly short walk to the local MTR station. And, and, and like most of Hong Kong, it's, it's on many, many bus routes. Yeah, it's a hugely convenient city, isn't it? Absolutely. As a company, why are you headquartered in Hong Kong? And what does that give Gulf Oil Marine? Gulf Oil Marine has been around for um, 12 years. It's, it's a relatively young company in marine lubricants, and it was established by the first CEO then. She was located in Hong Kong at the time, and I guess that seemed a convenient place to have a headquarters here. What does it give us? I mean, it gives us access to some of the world's leading ship owners and the world's leading ship managers. We have a very good communication and good relationship with all our customers on the island. As you well know, Hong Kong is easy to get around, easy to meet people and easy to talk to. And certainly from our perspective, it's easy to talk to our customers and find out exactly what it is they need and what we need to do to give them that product. Yeah, it's probably one of those those few cities in the world where you're presumably walking distance with some of your major clients, actually, but certainly got some ship managers around North Point. Absolutely. And, you know, there's nowhere in Hong Kong Island that's very far away. No, indeed. That's very true. Looking forward a little bit. You talked a little bit before about some new developments, but perhaps you could tell us a a bit about new developments and products that we might be seeing from Gulf Oil Marine in the next year or so. Well, as I say, the big focus for us is is working on the Category 2 40BM product, and that's where our focus is at the moment. But we are investing heavily in R&D. We will be looking at how we develop our products going forward, looking at new alternative fuels, what do we need to do to be prepared for the future, and, and the greener world of shipping, as it will be in the future. 
Does that greener world of shipping, will that bring challenges for the lubricant sector? Will we need new lubricants, do you think? I think the lubricants will need to be adopted and changed to make sure that the performance is as it should be for the fuels that will be presented. Just also looking ahead, is there any sort of specific things that you think your customers should be aware of as we move into 2021? Are you fussy? Hopefully it won't be as challenging as 2020, shall we say. Um, I spoke earlier on about our port coverage being one of our value propositions. But also another key part of our value proposition is customer service. And nothing will change from 2020 to 2021 where we will keep in good communications with our customers, make sure that we talk to them about developments in lubricants and developments with the OEMs and really build on our technical expertise. During the year, I can see some changes in Gulf Oil International. We've got a new CEO. He started a year ago. And he's got some great ideas of what we can do to develop the Gulf brand, which will, of course, include the marine sector as well. I think I agree with you. hope that uh, 2021 is an easier year than the, the one we've just had. Just before I wrap up, I thought I'd say, is there anything that you've missed that I've missed that you'd perhaps like to talk about? I think that we are going to maintain our focus on customer service and technical support. I'm going to be building our technical and technology teams throughout 2021. And I'm expecting our customers to really see a lot more engagement with our technical teams and visits to our customers once the restrictions around COVID-19 are released. But I think what's really important for us is that we can't stop I think that the globe and shipping in particular is really in an evolving situation and, and, and changes are coming at us on a regular basis. And if anyone sits back and thinks we can draw a sigh of relief and rest on laurels for a while, then I think they'll be in for a huge mistake because I think the changes are going to come at us thick and fast, both in society and in the shipping industry. We're having to live, like many other people, with working from home, challenges around travel, challenges around meeting our customers. But I think what's key for us is that we can't afford to sit back and feel sorry for ourselves and feel sorry for the globe. We have to find ways around it and we find new ways to support our customers. And that's going to be our focus. I'm sure we'll be hearing about some exciting initiatives from Gulf Oil Marine in the coming year as well. I look forward to telling our readers about those. David and Marcus, thank you. I think listening to David Price has shown how businesses have really had to think on their feet and react in 2020 to meet the challenges which COVID-19 has presented. This episode is part of our Hong Kong mini-series, which has been kindly brought to you by our sponsors InvestHK. Now, should you wish to go and discover more about them, then visit www.investhk.gov.hk. There are three other episodes as part of this mini-series called Hong Kong Focus and we would really like you to go and check them out. We've really looked at the growth Hong Kong is having, the challenges and how they're doing different things in the industry to keep their place as a maritime hub. So do check Sea Trade Maritime News website where you'll discover more. And whilst you're on our website, I'd really like to point you in the direction of our webinar section. There, you'll see a really healthy list of webinars which we have upcoming and you can register for them but you'll also see a whole list of ones which you can watch on demand now thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast there'll be more coming in the near future 
So make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now Amazon. Thank you, and I hope you have a good day. Bye.